Have you tried changing your health year on year, resolving that this year things are going to be different, but nothing seems to change? Oftentimes, when things are not changing, we're following many wellness myths and not looking at the full picture, including our nutrition, recovery, stress management, leaving out mind-body connection. I want to introduce you to Wellness Redefined, a new podcast from Refillion Media that's here to dispel all your myths about wellness and fitness while sharing stories of how we redefine what it means to be healthy. On each episode, we'll be talking to experts from all walks of life who will share their own unique wellness journey and offer their perspective. I am your host, Tamika Rochester, founder and CEO of Harlem Cycle, a premier wellness space in New York City with a focus on indoor cycling. I've been an advocate for wellness since as early as I can remember. So if this sounds like something that could help change your life, go ahead and pause the show you're listening to and subscribe to Wellness Redefined on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey guys, welcome to Between the Reps with Brooke and Gina. Yeah. Oh, you got some sweet shirts. I just Dude. found these. Look- oh. <laughs> Seems right. Yeah, I just found them. Like somebody that has like a, I don't know. Looks like somebody from like the, the shooting range. Yeah, they are. Yeah, that's exactly what they look like. They're hunting glasses. These here are hunting glasses. Oh, hunting. These here are hunting. Okay, so. I have an update on the story I was telling you the other day. Which one? Okay. So everybody, the other night we had our gym party. Oh, yes. 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 So um, I will update you all. Uh, We had our gym party and then everyone decided to go to this kind of like outdoor area and everyone's kind of like drinking and, and then that place was closing down. So it was kind of, uh, thinning out like all the people and I'm sitting at a table with all these girls and this really fucked up guy comes oh like, yeah behind me yes <laughs> okay yes <laughs> comes up and is standing <laughs> dude no I have to update you though okay so he's standing behind me he looks like really visibly drunk there's like kind of like nobody home and this girl across from me is looking at him because he's clearly like not with a group so he's just like lurking and she was aggressive and she said like, Hey dude, get the fuck out of here. Yeah. And then my other friend sitting to the left of me kind of looks back at him and she's like, yeah, dude, get the fuck out of here. Like, what are you doing? And so I'm looking at him and he's, so he kind of looks at the one girl that's yelling at him, the other girl, nobody's home. He looks me right in the face, locks on and he goes, Whoa, what the <laughs> fuck's wrong with your face? <laughs> it's so fucked up I, know. <laughs> and I was like what what do you mean what the fuck is wrong with my face like what's wrong with my face is there something on my face and I'm looking at everyone and they're like what no no there's nothing wrong with her face and like the uh our one friend Lindsay I can't remember if it was Lindsay or Heather were like no she's beautiful shut the fuck up like get the hell out of here and I was like visibly like oh my god like yeah is there something wrong with my face? Yeah. So, so then I'm, so I'm telling, I'm telling you about it. 
And I was like, I don't know if he was on drugs or something. And, but then I was thinking, well, God, if he was on drugs, don't you feel like everybody's face would look fucked up? Yeah. Um, and so I, anyway, so fast forward, I told you the story. I go to the gym. There's a girl at the gym. She comes up to me. She goes, Oh my God, I heard about what happened down at Abbott square. I'm so sorry. That was a friend of my boyfriend's and he's just like really weird. And, and he says things and he swears that ever since he had COVID that his, like something's wrong with his brain. And he just says exactly what he's thinking. What a great excuse, which made it even worse. (laughs) It made it even worse. You're like, so what you're saying is (laughs) he really thought that my face was fucked up. You're like, he genuinely So what you're so what you're saying is his only issue that night was that he can't think before he speaks. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay, fuck me then. (laughs) I was like, no, I feel considerably worse about the entire situation. You're like, thank you. Yes. So yeah, apparently something's wrong with my face. Nothing's Not sure wrong with it your is. face. Because he didn't really actually pin. I mean, I should have just been like, oh, oh, oh yeah, what? You're what like, exactly? oh my God, what is wrong with it? Yeah, what is exactly wrong with my face? <laughs> Dude. Fucking, I mean, the thing is, is that if it was anybody that didn't, I mean, believe me, I don't have any self-esteem. We both know that. Yeah. But if it was anybody else that didn't really appreciate some like very fucked up humor or like dark humor, like it could really like throw somebody into a spiral. Oh yeah. So I'm just glad that it was me at the table that can like, you know, make fun of myself and just Mm -hmm. go, Oh, okay. It's just, you know, it's kind of like what we talked about on the other podcast. It's like, you know what it was? He was a live troll. (laughs) I was actually thinking that. Yeah. As you were telling the story, I was like, it's a moment where we all say, you know, we're always like, they would never say it to your face. (laughs) No, you can't, you got to ignore those people because they're just hiding behind their, they're hiding behind their profile names and they would never, they would never say that to your face. And you're like, well, guess what? Guess what? I got a live troll. They will. They will. (laughs) Fuck. Yeah. It was, it was, um, you know, really fucking funny and also devastating at the same time yeah i feel you on Um, that yeah thank you i I appreciate it i was at thanksgiving dinner yesterday yeah how was your thanksgiving it was great it was good Good. it was was very different than i've ever had before yeah because like my house why well uh first one with the (laughs) can i say it out loud yes (laughs) (laughs) it was first thanksgiving with the boyfriend yeah, I'm like using just quotes like, as if he's not really your boyfriend. I know. Boyfriend. Um, yeah. I didn't know if you no, were like just, actually. No, just different. It's, it's kind of how it is. Like, it'd be different from like when I'm at your house too. Like we have a little more right. chaos. Yes. You know? Oh, so like, was it was very of, like subdued. Oh, it was, yeah. It was just dinner with um, uh, just him, his sister, parents, and me. It was nice. Oh, that is nice. Yeah. Just had, you know, plate of food. Didn't overeat. Just. Nice. Just one. Yeah. Just one plate. Impressive. One. Hey, just one plate. One hey, plate. Just one plate. Yeah. In fact, apparently that's just, all you needed is just for it to be more subdued to just have one plate. Yeah. <laughs> or have it not start earlier in the day. Right. Cause like when I'm uh, home with the family or like what I'm used to, I mean, we're cooking. It's like a lot right. of people are coming, all the grandkids, like, you know, 
really close. The bigger your family gets, I feel like it's less of your extended and extended extended family. Yes. But if you have siblings and you all, you know, you're getting older, the families still get bigger. A lot right. of people, a lot of chaos, a lot of good food, and a lot of stuff to cook starting at like 8 a.m. Very early. Yes. So, you know, pretty much all day, you're like, ooh, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ooh, yeah. And I know exactly how your mom feels because my kids would do that. And I'd be like, stop it. There's not going to be enough for everybody. And then you have just piles of fucking food after. Oh yeah. yeah. We've had it. I remember one year we had Thanksgiving in Salt Lake because we had it up at my sister's house this mm-hmm. years ago. And at the end of it, I didn't want pie. Like and my mom makes incredible pies. And so a lot of us, like we didn't end up really having pie. And I was like, mom, I think one year for Thanksgiving, we should really just have pie. Right. <laughs> like just, just pie. a, just a pie. And we'll, it'll be called it's, you know, Thanksgiving where it's just pie, just pie. Yeah. I'm with you. My sister has, which I thought this was kind of a cool idea. She has a friend, like a newer friend that they were having a Friendsgiving. Cause you know, everybody's mm-hmm. like these Friendsgivings. Yeah. And they do it after Thanksgiving Ooh, and they, and they just have everyone bring their leftover dessert. Oh, oh okay. I was like, they're yeah. leftovers. No, no. Just like their leftover dessert and they just eat dessert. I do like that. I know. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool because no, you do, was... you end up having so many leftovers. Mm-hmm. Oh, I was so, I don't know why I was hungry. I, probably because of the amount of food I'd eaten. My body was like, oh, you, you know, you you're going to starve if you don't keep eating like this. Mm-hmm. And I woke up at like 5 a.m. this morning and made an entire other plate of Thanksgiving stuff. I just had a, a little sample. I just had a little. Yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. you just had some too? A little sampler plate before we, yeah. before we hopped on. Oh, well. It's like I'm hungry. I'm like, oh man. Okay. Okay. What is your favorite item? Not dessert though. So like, let's your favorite. I'll give you, we'll say top. We'll say top three favorite things to eat at Thanksgiving. That is like Thanksgiving food. You rarely have it any other time. Okay. So this may not be popular for everyone, but I, I personally hate turkey. Yeah. I know you do. I just don't like it. Like I'll eat like a turkey sandwich, but yeah. I mean, having a turkey, I would, in fact, at our Friendsgiving, we did KFC <laughs> because who doesn't love extra crispy KFC? Who doesn't so, love KFC? <laughs> who doesn't just love KFC? Um, I love mashed potatoes. Mm-hmm. I love, I mean, they call it stuffed dressing. So my grandma does like this cornbread dressing that I absolutely love. My sister made some this year. She tried real hard. Wasn't as good. Oh. Um, <laughs> um, she tried really hard. She tried really hard. Wasn't as good. Uh, and then, so on one side is my Southern grandma from Mississippi. She does the cornbread dressing and gets her cornmeal from Miss like shipped from Mississippi. You've had it before. We made our little corn cakes with it. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, on my other side, my grandma did like a really good sage stuffing. And I know a lot of people want like sausage and a bunch of stuff in it. I like it fucking simple, plain, plain, plain. celery, bread, (laughs) yes, onions, (laughs) onions, bread, sage, butter, butter done. Yeah. So, uh, those are probably, well, so that was two and then uh fucking gravy gravy yeah. all over that shit. 
but I do love green bean casserole. We just had this whole debate that everybody thinks that green bean casserole is the shittiest thing you can get. No. And I will say I do love it, but I don't like it with, I like it with canned green beans. Same. I was just thinking that yes. I love, I love canned green beans. Yeah. I hate it when somebody makes it fancy with like real green beans that like are like French, like you. French green beans. Yes. You got like those and you get them and you like, the, you, you, you snap them. Yeah. You like fork and you, you're like, well, shoot. Well, they only had forks at this, this Friendsgiving. <laughs> so you, you fork it and you try to put it in your mouth and it gets stuck like this. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I don't terrible. like it. Canned yeah. beans are delicious. Yeah. Probably really not are. nutritious. Not at all. Bite-sized. It's so yeah. easy. 100%. They're just like mush. They're so good. You can just put it all together. It's just like a little bowl of mush. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I would say those are, I, that was four. So well, what's yours? I love dressing, stuffing. Yes. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love the simple kind. Mm-hmm. You know, I want to like the fancy kind because you know how much work went into it for sure. You know, or maybe it looks, maybe it looks really pretty, Yeah. but every time I feel not every time now it's a little over exaggeration, but pretty regularly when I've tried and my mom has like tried a new one, it just, you're disappointed. And like the textures just don't seem to be the same across the board per bite. Yeah. You know, like it's as if the same moistures that you get in one bite, then all of a sudden it's just like dry pieces of bread in the next bite. Right. I don't know. I'm I, with you. It I has really to be I the like, equal consistency of mush. Yeah. Yeah. All of and it. And then it's just kind of stuck together. <laughs> <laughs> you could make a snowball with it. <laughs> yeah. I love it. Mashed potatoes and gravy. Mm-hmm. And I never really ate yams. Like I never ate probably growing up they were there and I never ate them. Um, now at Thanksgiving, my, someone always makes like candied yams Mm -hmm. and I'll always have like a little bite of it, but I still, to this day, I can't, it's too rich. It's too sweet. It's too sweet. That's the way I am. My mom always made it with the marshmallows on top Mm -hmm. and all of that. And And it's good, but I would, I think both of us are more savory than sweet. Oh yeah. I'll take savory any day. I'll pretty much take, I'll pretty much choose any potato on any potato side. They might have mashed any sort of potato casserole. If that's there, I want that. Anything with cheese. (laughs) Is it beige? Yes. I'll take it. (laughs) (laughs) Will I risk the stomach ache and the diarrhea? Absolutely. Would you like some, uh, candied yams? Uh, is that beige? No, then no. (laughs) That has too much color in it. And will I be sitting on the toilet later? Okay. No. Yeah, no. Pass. <laughs> oh how do you feel God. about how do you feel about cranberry sauce? Eh, not a fan. Eh. Yeah, I mean, I could I could take it or leave, or leave it. It's not that it's bad, but is it is it something that I'm? Is it my go to? No. You know what else was on the table last night? Green salad. Fuck that. No. Yeah, plain. Yeah, plain. And Courtney and Adam were over at my family's last night. Our friends. And Adam not only got salad when he filled his plate, but when he got dessert, he put more salad on his plate. And we all thought Mm, that was very strange. That's weird. Yeah. You don't get, you don't get pie and salad on the same plate. It's wrong. No. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's almost like you want to say, Hey, 
just have a couple pieces of pie. You don't have to try and fill yourself up with salad because that's what I would do. It's like, why would I eat more salad? Because I'm hungry and I'm scared that if I don't fill up on salad, I'm going to fill up on all the stuff that, you know, my pants are going to be real tight tomorrow. Right. But that's just one day. Yeah, no, that's one day. That's the day. I so I had, I called my mom and we were all done. So I was checking in with my mom because was my she mom sad that you were gone. She was bummed, but she also was very busy. Lots of kiss. Yes. She wouldn't have even probably reckon, realized I was there if I were. <laughs> if I were quiet, she would have forgot I was there. Right. Um, no, I had to call her because she makes her. She, my mom makes incredible pies, you guys. And there's this one that she does. It's a shredded apple pie. And it is. Oh, you've told me about this one before. So good. I don't think I've had it actually. I think that. Did she make it one time? I think she might've made it one time when I was there. I feel like I would have really remembered. I don't think I've had it. I think I've just heard you talk about it. I don't know if you've had it, but you're going to, because she told me, well, I was like, mom, I was very serious about this. She's on on speakerphone. I said, mom, did you save me a pie? And she just immediately goes. I'm just going to have to make you another one. And I was so pissed. <laughs> that means no. Yeah. I was like, I was like, no, I'm like, you're telling me that you didn't save any. And she's like, well, I will just make you another one. And I was like, no, you won't. I'm like, when yeah. are you going to make me a pie? I'm like, I would really, uh, I told her, I was like, I really would love to have a slice. She goes, it won't be good by the time you get back home. And I'm like, I would I'd like to still have the opportunity to taste it. Like, you know, and then right. if it's you're bad, worried that if she makes the entire pie, you'll just eat more than you should. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she can make it when I come and then I'll. Well, that's eat the thing. So she says that she's yeah. going to, she's going to whip one up. So yes. it'd be a perfect time. I finally get when, to taste this yeah. famous pie. Yeah. Awesome. It's so good. It's green apples, shredded butter, butter, butter. cinnamon, sugar. All sugar, the- water. <laughs> sugar water sugar water sugar water yeah basically it's terrible for you but it's so good hey my- you know what you got it you gotta be able to have some of that every once in a while yeah just can't be all the time came into my house the other day. I walk in. It was before I left town. Smells pretty good. And the, something's in the oven. And the light, the oven lights on. And it's like um, a big glass dish inside of like a cake pan, like a, one of the really deep ones with water in it. And I see it. And my dad's on the couch because dad just had surgery. And I go, dad, I'm like, is mom making custard? And he goes, yep. Oh. And I go, Oh, and he goes, yeah, uh, the milk had gone bad. And so she needed to use it. And <laughs> you use bad milk for it. I guess it or was going to go bad. It was going to go bad. Oh, okay. Got it. And I'm just thinking, you know, where, hmm, how do I don't have kids, you know, do I, will I potentially have one? Maybe who knows? But what I'm wondering is like, how do I go from where I am now to the moment that I'm, I'm such a, you know, like you would do this. You become the, the mom that like, huh? Oh, the milk's gonna go back. Well, I'll just whip up some custard. 
<laughs> what am I? I've got like, I've got a, a little bit of time. I'm just going to whip up some cookies. <laughs> Fresh baked cookies? Why not? You come home to this amazing dish or dinner. Right. You're like, oh my God, this is so good. And you know, mom's like, oh, I just, I just whipped it together. Yeah, I just whipped it up. What else did you do today? I went to the bank. I did all my laundry. I had to pick up the kids. I took them here. I dropped them off. I got, I had, I went to the dentist. I got my hair done. Oh, and I made uh, I whipped up a batch of custard. And I whipped up some custard because the milk had gone bad. I, I think like, it just, it, it just comes with the territory. Although I have to say my mom, my mom did cook, but my mom, ooh, uh, I kind of had to teach myself to cook. Yeah. I remember you saying that. Yeah. I never really learned how to cook from my mom. And I think probably just because having four children, she just didn't want to deal with it or take the time to do it because it was probably just going to be a mess. But um, yeah, there was definitely some trial and error, but uh, you know, you just, that's just part of it. And you feel yeah. like, especially, I think if, I think when I made the transition from being a working mom to a stay at home mom, which is by the way, really fucking hard. I will say this. <laughs> I will say this. I've done both. And I thought being a stay at home mom would be so easy. You know, I'd have everything done, everything perfect. It is not, it is hundred percent not like that. And there were so many times when I was like, fuck man, I wish I was working again. I mean, cause you are working. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, there's like, there's a, there's this weird pressure to where you feel like, oh, well, you know, I have to be like this, you know, Susie homemaker or whatever, yeah. you know? And have all that shit done. Well, let me tell you, it's fucking exhausting. I know your mom's exhausted because she has she constantly. She's just been doing this as a grandmother. Oh yeah. I mean, all of her kids are grown. She's still oh, yeah. doing it. I already told her. I was like, Leslie, you are an angel because I've already told all my children because they are starting to get to that point where they want to have kids. I've already said I will not be your daycare. All right. <laughs> I'll watch them like once a week or something like that. But like, I just, I can't do it. And your mom does it because it needs to be done. And, and she's just, she's a saint. Super grandma. A better woman than I. Yeah. I, so I mean, I haven't had those grandkids yet though. So who knows? I may change. You never know. You like start, you start off by being like, no. And then you're like, I mean, I have a little bit of extra time. (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Still, yeah. still no across the board, but I'll <laughs> let you know what days work. Right. You got to quit hitting that microphone thing. Oh, sorry. I can't help. I just move a lot. I've diagnosed myself with ADHD. Can you hear me? Yeah. Okay, you don't okay. hear me? No, okay. I can hear you. I just, I'm using yeah. these headphones and mine, you know, yours has like the microphone on it. Yeah. The one I these keep hitting. These don't have that. So I'm like, huh, I wonder where the microphone is. Oh, maybe it's not in my headphones. Maybe it's still using my computer. Anyways, you guys, I'm asking these questions because, you know, <laughs> we're zooming and uh, what's going through my head, just trying to, you know, solve some problems. So you guys don't get to a point where you guys, we can't even stand to listen. You guys talk. Cause you're just hitting your microphones the whole time. <laughs> uh, this podcast real shitty. Yeah. Went downhill real quick. Once real, real got quick. to California. <laughs> Well, I'm coming out there soon. Although it's only like three full days. It's not I know. Three full days. It's like two full days. I know. And this is the thing, guys, is like we get together and we go, okay, we're going to whip out. We're just going to bang out like four or five podcasts and get them done. And then we're just having, you know, 
too much fun. We don't want to sit down and do it. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's like the day before she leaves and we're like, oh my God, we have a podcast. Oh, fuck. oh shit. <laughs> oh, we got to do that. We got a podcast. <laughs> um, I was going to read this do it. from Jen G because basically she's asking if you could do a video on like what you eat in a day. Yeah. Obviously not like Thanksgiving, but I thought like maybe because people don't really give a shit what I'm eating, but I do. But thank you, baby. I appreciate you. <laughs> um, so uh, it says, uh, um, I did think this was funny. She said, Gina, you have some pretty good stories and your dark humor is just hilarious, even though it seems a bit dialed down on the podcast. Well, yes, of course it is. We are living in the world of cancel culture. Yep. <laughs> Everybody's canceled. And yes, I say some really fucked up things never to be nasty, never, or anything else. But yes, I would, I would hundred percent probably be, I was going to say castrated, but I don't have a dick. Something bad would happen to me if I actually said the things that I would want to say. Yeah. Yes. Um, just wondering if you both could do a, everything I eat in a day of video. Sometimes people eat that shit up. I know I do realize both of you have a long distance. seems like it would be good content. Well, it would be good content, but you're right. We are not together. Um, oh, she also said that she learned a few things, uh, listening to the podcast, which is awesome. Love hearing that. Uh, thanks fangirl Jenny. Thank you so much for writing in Jenny. Uh, so maybe you could, I mean, especially like with the holidays coming up. Um, I mean, I know, I I feel like, I feel like so many people do these kinds of things that Mm -hmm. you assume that most people would know, um, kind of how to gauge their eating or whatever leading up to an event. Yes. <laughs> a, a smorgasbord, mm-hmm. if you will. So, but not everybody does. So why, why don't you tell everybody what you, how you do it? Oh, <laughs> okay. Well, if you were to ask my pants right now, they would tell you <laughs> I overdid it. <laughs> Which again is okay. That's not permanent. Okay. So the thing is this, um, if you're wanting advice on how to approach holiday get togethers for food, um, drinking, whatever, and you're still trying to stay on track to hit your fitness goals, it's super important to pay attention to like basically plan ahead. So look at the time of your event. Am I going to be eating or getting together in the afternoon? Is it no matter what time it is, you're going to have to subtract from your other meals throughout the day. So you can have one big giant one. Right. Okay. And if you're someone who's like, Oh man, like I'm going to be hungry later though, then you're just going to have to be more specific about how you're planning as like more in terms of like, before you get there, have an idea of what you want. And then it becomes a, like, what are you willing to live without? And what can you not live without? Like, what do you really want to enjoy? Is it a cocktail? Is it some wine? Is it dessert? Is it pizza night? Is it, you know, and you have to kind of, it's going to be a give, give and take type of a thing where you it's like, there's no justifying. So as long, and we've talked about this, but like, as long as you go into it, knowing 
you make a plan, you stick to it the best that you can, and then being well aware that you might have some effects in like bloating or water, like water retention for some days that follow because you normally don't eat like that on a regular basis. And you're going to go and have Thanksgiving. You're going to do, you know, pizza night or whatever. Um, you may be just fine or you may weigh a little heavy for a few days. And I say that it, it really could be either, or I've had times where um, let's just, we'll talk in terms of like alcohol. I've had, you know, it's like holidays or summertime and we're at the beach or the weekends. And I'm, you know, having some drinks every night during those days, I'm planning according in terms of calorie intake. Um, you know, we usually, if we're going to go out to eat like Gina and I, and Daniel, if we're going to go out to eat, it's like, Hey, what does Daniel always text us? And he's like, all right, egg ladies, egg whites and protein, egg whites, egg whites and protein, and protein all day, yeah. all day. And it's because what we're going to be indulging in is if we're going out, it's like for sure, high fat, high carb. And so right. we really try to plan according throughout the day for that. And I've had times where we're doing that fairly regularly and nothing happens. Like I've, um, you know, I'm pleasantly surprised where I don't like gain a bunch of weight or maybe it's, I get a little bit bloated, but it's not that bad. And then I've had times where I'm, uh, it's like a, a one night with friends. And then all of a sudden it's like, bam. And, you yeah. Know, four, like weighing like four pounds heavy for a week. And it's just, right. it's, yeah, I did it. I did it, I did it to myself. I did it. <laughs> you paid the no, price. One, no one to blame, but myself. You play, you pay. You got to pay to play. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just a matter of planning according. And anytime we're doing, you know, anything delicious and if we should go out to eat, anything that's really good, it's because there's going to be a lot of sugar or, or salt and fat. Right. right. And those things pack a punch like fat at one cat, one, one gram of fat, nine calories. So it really does pack a punch. And when you're out to eat or at like a family, like Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner, all those delicious casseroles oh. or pies and cakes or whatever, so much butter. And that's why it's so, so good. fat. <laughs> so bad for you. So good. <laughs> it's so good. Yeah. And so bad. So what I've found uh, has worked best for me. And sometimes I'm really good at it. And sometimes I'm not, um, but it's moderation. And I know that it's like, it sounds so much, e so much easier said than done. And that really depends on the person. Like my mother, she can cook all this food all day and not eat any of it at all. Right. Okay. And then you have my dad. It's so funny when I'm at home you have my dad, my mom will cook all this stuff. And like, she gets after him because she's like, stop eating it. And he goes, stop making it. You know, it's <laughs> right. Right. You know? And so if, as long as you can be realistic with what type of a person you are, when it comes to your nutrition plan and what you're trying to do, what are the changes you're trying to make? Are you going to go to this event and maybe you're someone who you've been restricting things so much that if you do allow yourself to have a little, you're going to black out and go out of control. <laughs> right. All right. Cause if that's going to happen, then it's going to be better for you to not have any at all. If you ask me, unless you're okay with Jeff having just like a really mega cheat day. What I think is better is before these big events, you sort of work at controlling that appetite where you have, you feel like you have no control by restricting less, like a little at a time. And it's, it's still 
counting things. So you are staying within a range of macronutrients that are going to keep you on the right path to hit your goal. But, you know, realizing like, you know, I can have a cookie, right? I don't need to have all of the cookies, right? But I can have one and it will be just fine. Like I used to have to, I would talk myself through that. was like, my self-talk was like, Hey Brooke, um, you don't need to have all of them because you can have one tomorrow, (laughs) you know? (laughs) Right. And that's where I found that people that are doing this, like want like a cheat day, you know, or like a cheat meal. It's dangerous. Like it's, there might be a lot of positives that come out of it for people. Like maybe doing it that way, they, they find that they're like leaner and they have a lot of energy and, um, they like restricting all week and then having like this one meal where they can have whatever they want. Are there some people that do like, it's within a time frame? It's like so many hours to eat whatever they want. I just think that over time you're starting to really change the way you feel like it's, I know this sounds so stupid, but it's a real thing, but like changing your relationship with food in a way that it could become a problem for you before you realize it. Because then at a certain point where you're getting older and you're not training as much, you know, you're not, it's not balanced out in a way where you can do that and gorge yourself or like now what I'm experiencing now, or like Gina's talked about it a lot, but as a woman getting older and your hormones change and like you start, there's always these, there's always going to be these moments where you have to basically go back to the fucking drawing board to be like, well, shit, I just, I thought I had it all figured out. I had my body figured out. I had my sleep figured out. I knew what I was supposed to eat, the amount I should eat, how much I should train. And I would feel good and look the way I wanted to. And now all of a sudden that equation isn't working anymore. It's not working anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I know. It's like a giant, fuck you. It's like, what? Yeah. And so that's, that's the thing, you know, that is going to happen. So the best thing you can do is one, if you don't have a lot of self-control in terms of diet, it's okay. And I say it's okay because I feel like there's a lot of shame that you could feel if you were to accept that or say it out loud. Right. You know? And so what you, what would you want to do? You'd want to deny it. You're like, no, I have tons of, I yeah, of course I do. I'm fine. Yeah. But then it'd be like me like eating cookies in the pantry. (laughs) I mean, it's only hurting myself. Yes. (laughs) It's only hurting myself, but nobody else will know. Yeah. And the truth is, is like a lot of people when they're really into their fitness and their training, they have problems with moderation because we're restricting so much. And it's really even just around the idea around certain things of like, oh, that's bad. I can't have that that'll make me fat. If I am telling myself that over and over again, let's say I love Reese's peanut butter cups. That's what we're going to talk about. Oh, those are bad for you. Well, I mean, they're not great. (laughs) They're not not good for you, but is it, is it realistic for me to say, I'm never going to have one again? No, no. So if I'm, if I'd spend a good chunk of time labeling it as that and I ne- I'm restricting myself from having it amongst many other things and then I decide that like oh but this is my one day I get to have it of course I'm going to gorge myself with it 
You won't even right. realize it. And in real, in reality, you probably aren't really gorging yourself, but you'll eat so much of something. You'll get sick. You'll feel bad. You'll be bloated, distended, and you'll feel really shitty for a while. When in reality, you don't have to have it every day because something like that, you know, if we're trying to stick to long-term health goals, we don't want to eat candy all the time. Like that's definitely not going to get us closer to our, you know, our ideal body weight or composition or whatever. Um, but if I can change the way I'm thinking about it, it's going to be a lot easier for someone to interact, have these moments in time, whether it's the holidays, Halloween or Christmas or Thanksgiving, where they don't eat like that all the time, but they never really say they can't have something. They just choose to not have it. But then there might be times like maybe they go to the movie, maybe you go to movie night and it's not a cheat day, but you're like, Oh, you know, and you went to movie night and you planned according, you knew you're like, you know, I want to have a little bit of popcorn. Like maybe I'm going to have a white claw. Cause if you're, if you have, if you have a movie theater, like the one I go to with, when I'm in California with Gina, they have a bar, they got some booze you know, and you plan according and it's like, and it right. doesn't stress you out. You don't feel like this amount of stress. Like I remember before I really started years ago, um, when it was a lot more about like a cheat day and like restricting and, mm-hmm. um, I had this idea of all these things that made me fat. Do those things make you fat? Yeah. If you eat too much of them, you know, a lot of candy and whatever. But the reality is, is once I was able to start changing the idea I had around those things to this, a cheat day is when you basically are like, oh my God, I love cookies and I never eat them because I can't have them. But it's like one day a week I can have them. So you just eat way too many of them. Mm-hmm. I had to go from that mindset of like, this is my only day. This is my only opportunity. You got right. one shot, one opportunity <laughs> to eat every cookie in the box. Let's go M&M. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> to then be like, Hey man, you can have one. And if you don't finish them, they'll still be there tomorrow. And maybe, you know, you work out and you can have another one tomorrow. Right. You don't have to have all of them right now. Well, I think it's just getting rid of that idea of like a cheat day. Yes. Like every day you just plan according to what you want rather than I'm super, super, super strict. And then I just go fucking ape shit. Yes. And I feel like that's what's a huge problem with so many of like the crash diets, anything like basically what you're saying is exactly right. Where it's like, if you're doing anything has to be long-term teaching Mm -hmm. yourself moderation, which like you were saying, most people don't know what that is. So they have to understand like macronutrients and and fitting things in and all that sort of thing and kind of like playing with it. But I just know so many people that do like this, you know, I'm doing keto. Great. Do keto. Are you going to do that the rest of your life? Because, and, and if you do awesome, you know, it's not about that one thing being a bad thing. Because anytime you lower your calories, you're going to lose weight. But is it, like you said, can you do that for the rest of your life? Because as you said, as you're getting older, yeah, that might work, you know, when you're in super into fitness and blah, 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 blah. But then as you get older, maybe you can't work out as much and you can't do this and can't do that. And it's like, there are things that once you fall off that diet, it's just all going to come back. Yeah sometimes more so than it was in the first place. Yeah.
There are some people that, you know, they, they start eating a certain way because they need to, right? Because right. they're dealing with like an autoimmune disorder, disease, medical or like issues, something medical where that is going to be long-term for them. Right. And that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's why, that's why it's there. Um, right. a lot of people, we try new diets because they're, they, it, of, of course they work. Um, but a lot of the time we'll jump from diet to diet or diet trend to diet trend because we're looking for, because whatever we've been doing isn't working. Right. Right. So then you hear about someone having great results with this new diet or doing this. And so then you switch. And the thing is, is if you can't comply to your diet, your whatever, you won't comply to any of them. Mm -hmm. And I think that you know, when you start working with clients for nutrition, like rule of thumb is you already assume that they're lying. Like when you ask someone to send you, (laughs) right. right, right. You ask someone to send you what they've like, their, like their nutrition log, like their daily food log and how much they exercise and how much they weigh and what they say that they've been eating. It's like, you will, you already, especially if they, their goal is like a pretty, it's going to be a, a, you know, it's gonna be a journey to get there. Um, you will always assume you're lying. It's like the rule of thumb. Best thing you do is assume that they're lying. Um, but you've got them to start logging. And now we just start working, right? We just start making some changes, but I think that if you don't have like a, a medical reason why you are trying to eat a very specific way, um, the best thing you can do, you know, obviously beliefs and things aside, cause that is a whole other sure. thing you got to consider. But the best thing you can do is practice moderation, practice changing um, the, I like basically uh, instead of saying it, telling yourself like all these things you can't have, well, what if you really enjoy some of those things? Like you really enjoy them. Like you, your grandma makes them or your mom makes them and you really enjoy them. Well, then it's, that's why we want to practice you know, how we think about it and, and practice moderation and practice being able to plan according, like, you know, you can do it even just for fun. Like if you're going to go out with your girlfriends and maybe you don't normally change your diet at all. You just like, you have a day where you go out with your girlfriends and you have a night out and you have drinks and good food and charcuterie, and (laughs) you do all that. But maybe what you could do is if you, you could try planning for it and just see how it goes. You know, you know, that what time you're going to start, you know, what you want to where you're going to go to dinner or whatever, you're going to have drinks. And then you can roughly um, figure out what kind of calorie count that looks like using an app and um, plan according. But rule of thumb, if you are like me and Gina, we just stick to super like low fat, low carb protein meals, which happens to be protein shakes and egg whites, Yeah, you know, and drink lots of water. And that's Cause anytime you have to eat, you can assume the protein is going to be very low. The carbs are going to be very high. The fat's going to be very high. So everything else, just keep those things zero or very, very low and just get a lot of really good protein in and then enjoy yourself and see how it goes. And I was going to say that. So, so anybody who has not been in, in, you know, an athlete or something like that, like when I met Brooke, uh, I didn't know, I didn't even know what macros were. I had no idea what it was and I was raised to believe, and I run into this a lot with people where, um, if you're counting your macros, 
a lot of people think that's daunting and it can be at first, you know, once you, you find somebody who can actually figure out like, this is how much protein you need. This is how much carbs you need. This is how much fat you need. That's basically the three. Mm-hmm. And, but my thing is that I was raised in an environment where my mom was always very healthy, like very hippie, you know, everything was healthy, 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 but, but you are given in society, these, these ideas of what is healthy versus what is going to keep you at a certain weight. Mm-hmm. So it's like those two things are like fighting in your head. And so I'll talk to someone and they'll be like, Oh, well, I eat, you know, Oh, um, you know, my sister, she'll be like, well, beans have protein. I'm like, no, that's a fat. Like you have yeah. to count that as a fat, you know, because, because people aren't reading labels and figuring out what the levels actually are, or they'll go to, uh, oh, well, I had a salad today and had chicken on it. Well, if you go to a restaurant and get chicken on, it's probably like two ounces of chicken, which Mm -hmm. is not even like a full, you know, if if you wanted 25 grams of protein, I mean, it's like 12 grams of protein, like start adding that up. Mm -hmm. And I think that's the problem is that people don't really understand that they're just looking at these things and they're like chicken, you know, this, this, and then just thinking like, no, I eat tons of protein. Yeah. Like, no, you have no idea until you've actually counted all day yeah. how much that actually looks like. Cause I was shocked. I was yeah. like, oh no, I eat tons of protein. Oh, I'm a low carb. Oh, I'm low fat. And then you look at it and you're like, oh no, that thing that I was, oh, you know, cheese has protein in it. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, but there's these ideas. And I think that that's the problem too, is that someone will think, they'll think, and it's fine. If you're just about getting your daily vitamins and you're getting this and that, that's fine. But you're going to have to actually look at those things. If you want to lose weight or stay a certain weight, dude, like I can't just eat a fucking bunch of almonds and cheese and you know, because it's whole foods. I, okay. Here's a pet peeve of mine. Starbucks. Uh Uh-huh. They have those, like, cause we go to the airport a lot. Right. And we're right. like, oh, we get like our egg white bites or something like that. Yes. Um, and, but they have, um, in the fridge, like the fridge. The I know fridge exactly part. what you're going to yes. say. So they always have like the sandwiches or the, the wraps. And I will, I always entertain the idea of me getting one. Um, sometimes I do, uh, rarely is the ones from a place like that. It's usually from one of the, like the places that they've made them there in house and they Mm -hmm. don't have anything on them except for meat, lettuce, maybe cheese. And then they give you packets of mustard or mayo if you want. Right. But they have these really great looking like snack tray things, right? At Starbucks, they have them other places too, but I'm just, I'm just attacking Starbucks right now. Yeah. Do it, do it. And they have, and it's always like protein snack. No, I knew exactly. (laughs) Like the protein box, the protein box. And you know, what's in there? Little Little mini pita breads. Yes. Cheese. Not protein. Peanut butter. Uh-huh. Apple slices. Right. That's it. <laughs> cheese. And like, cheese. Those are like those are all delicious things. Those are all yes. really wonderful things. And I also understand that I probably wouldn't want to buy packaged chicken out of a in a protein box from starbucks because that chicken's probably nasty and it's probably not even real chicken it's probably what they make mac mcdonald's chicken fingers chicken <laughs> chicken nuggets out of right but it should be called like, like the, the fat carb box yeah fat carb or box. it should be like it should be called snack box 
snack box. But but people, but I, again, if people, and there are so many people that fall to that because they're like, oh, I'm getting my protein. But they you read have it to, and they're like, yeah. Oh, oh, that's it's protein. Said, There's protein in peanut protein. butter. Well, well, yeah, but it's higher in fat. I mean, I've just tried to tell I'm just what I've learned from being around. And believe me, I, I really have only learned from you know, Brooke or people who've actually been in fitness and and all this, because I've had to relearn. Gina, if you touch that microphone one more time. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. (laughs) Sorry. I'm going to put my hand out. I like how expressive you are because so am I, but your mic, it's just like, I know, I know. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Okay. So, but I would, I would just like to say, I mean, I had somebody, I think maybe you said to me or Daniel, somebody was like, you have to look at the nutritional facts and good rule of thumb is that whatever has the higher number between fat, carbs, and protein is what you should consider it, mm-hmm. which that kind of changed my thinking. So it's like, yes, there's protein in peanut butter, but it's higher in fat or higher in carbs or whatever yeah. it is. And I'm stupid. So I don't actually know which one it is. I just know it's higher than than the protein. Yes. And then you should consider that. I mean, obviously you need to go deeper into actually knowing what you need of all those things. Yeah. Realistically, um, when you eat, like, for instance, like her sister or anyone who, okay. If you're like, you're vegan or vegetarian, it gets, it's tough. Cause you really have to, man, you really have to work a lot harder to make sure you're getting, you know, all the things that you need and not overdoing the things that you don't shouldn't eat. have more of, because that's when we are in a, um, uh, surplus of calories. And that's not what we want. Not all the time. Sometimes we do. Sometimes that's exactly what we want, but that's not what we want. That's what we're talking about right now. Um, so when you eat something like beans, right, there's protein in beans. Like, yes, there is, you know what there's more of though carbs. Yeah. So you really, the amount of beans you would need to eat to get the equivalent to like four ounces of chicken right? Mm -hmm. Trying to hit your protein. If you went and you ate who, if you ate enough beans to get that, like that much protein, you're really overdoing your carbs too. So you're going to have to, you know, you have to really finagle your, your day of nutrition. If you're going to be getting your protein from sources that That aren't, aren't animal. Um, and that's fine. You just have to know that like, it's kind of like, how bad do you want it kind of thing? Cause you're mm-hmm. just going to have to be more, more, mm, uh, obviously specific, but you have to just be willing to do a lot of research. And I feel like it's like putting together your daily nutrition. Like you're doing like a jigsaw puzzle, right? Like, <laughs> you're just going to have to do a lot more work yes. in figuring it out. Yeah. Um, I remember, you know, like bacon, you know, bacon is fatty is fat. Like you're not going to, if you, if you're counting your macros and you're putting things into your, like a macro calculator, then obviously in a lot of things we eat, it's not just one thing. There's a lot of things we're getting from it. Right. And that's always going to, they all are going to count toward our daily total and that's fine, but you're never going to like eat bacon, like a BLT and be like, Oh, I got my protein in today. Got my protein like, in. No. Exactly. Like exactly. BLT and BLTs are delicious. Absolutely. You know what you could do though, is you could get a, uh, like a, uh, a C, like a CBLT, you know, a chicken <laughs> a C- bacon, lettuce, tomatoes. <laughs> <laughs> I was saying a belt, like a bag. 
bacon <laughs> egg. Yeah. <laughs> egg white I don't know yeah. well it's like there were so many people that were like why do you eat egg whites eggs are totally fine yeah they are but like Brooke and I love bacon so there's fat and bacon so if you end up getting full eggs bacon and all of that then you're gonna go over on your fat so might mm-hmm. as well just take the thing that we care less about and just do egg whites and then get the delicious bacon mm-hmm. so it's it's a it's a game yeah you really you just you pick and choose based on your non-negotiables, you know, like we have non-negotiable, non-negotiables. Um, and that's okay. Everyone's and everyone has different ones and you just find a way. It's like the goal with working with your nutrition. It's like, we want to find something that is going to work for you. It's going to allow you to enjoy your life. Um, but we also are going to get you closer to your goals. Obviously you're going to have to be willing to let, let not have certain things all the time. Um, but there are ways like genus, like we like bacon, there are ways that you can finagle your nutrition that day that you can still enjoy certain things. And that happens to be like when we have breakfast, um, you know, I do enjoy whole eggs. Sometimes I, I didn't eat whole eggs, you guys for years, years. I mean, when I competed full time, I never ate whole eggs, right? Never. Um, and now I enjoy them. Like I'll go to breakfast with my dad and I like ordering breakfast. Like my dad, you just get just bacon and eggs. And it's just Mm -hmm. two eggs over medium with hash browns and a piece of bacon and a piece of toast. And there is a lot more fat in that meal than I used to have in like my breakfast meal. But now I just try and plan according. If I'm going to go out to breakfast or that's what I want. And that's what sounds good for, for breakfast or brunch or lunch, whatever, then I'll just try to go really like lower fat, like make up for it in other meals and other times. Of the day. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And yeah. it's just, it's a game. You just, just making sports. conscious choices. Yeah. Yeah. Conscious yeah. eating. Yeah. Conscious eating. Yeah. Definitely did not come up with that. I've definitely heard of that before. Conscious. Con- conscious eating. Yeah, guys. All right. We, well, we should probably wrap this up. I got to go help Ruby. Yes, we should. Ruby's moved into her place. She's spending the night there next week. Well, no, they're waiting for flooring. But it was so cute. She like sent me pictures, and they bought like a Christmas tree and stock. I'll send you pictures. Cute. Yeah, send me pictures. I want to see it. All right, guys. Thank you for listening. Don't forget to rate, review, subscribe, five star rating, five star warning, and we'll talk to you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.